Welcome to Achievement Hunting 101. Welcome to, wow, level 285. I am Big L, a.k.a. L. With me, as always, is our resident moose, Kush Moose, a.k.a. Hello. Hello. I'm Nate. (laughs) Kush and Moose said hello today. That's good. (laughs) And with us as well is Wild West 08, a.k.a. Jameson. What's going on? We are going on. How's everyone doing tonight? Ooh, uh, not bad. I'm doing great. Got a nap in earlier. Raring to go. Just amazing. Naps are the best. I always need. I always need naps. Sometimes I have a like a binky and a little blanket in my hand. You know. You've been playing uh, Yakuza. No, is there something like that in there? <laughs> That's some weird stuff from things I've seen. Some weird stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Diapers, binkies. <laughs> yeah. I've been playing my fair share of my own weird stuff. Thank you very much. But I will get into that a little bit later. And we'll dig right into our question of the week. It is from our illustrious Wild West, and he wants to know, what game or two are you most looking forward to playing in 2024? And this does not necessarily mean games coming out in 2024, I I don't believe. Whatever people wanted to put. Uh, Wild West, you are up first, buddy. Sounds good. Yeah, I was interested in seeing what everyone wanted to play uh, and. You know how it is with games. They get pushed back all the time, so could be anything. And we're going to start with uh, Skeptical Mario. says, I can't wait to play Elden Ring during the Spring Souls Light contest. Is that still happening? Uh, uh, maybe. Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. I don't think there's anything <laughs> happening. Just pretend like it is and then just play um, it anyways. There you go. We're having a contest where you could only play Dark Souls games, and it's called Ring-like Test. There you go. Going back in time. There you go. Remember Uh, remember when Dark Souls was the new hotness? Because I do. It was crazy. Well, I hear Elden Ring's quite good, so I don't think it's going away. But uh, P-Tart... It was more of an RPG. But... hmm. Uh, you can do some investigation and find out for yourself and then report back on it to us next week. (laughs) Supposed Uh, to say, (laughs) if only there was a website. (laughs) P-Tart says, Slime Rancher 2, it needs to leave game preview and get some achievements already. And I would agree. I need to play the first one still. And maybe I'll make time for that this year. Uh, okay. Use use my game with uh, games with gold past and, and get it. Uh, Fug says Witcher three. I still won't. Yeah. How about, I feel how about I make a goal against Fug to see if we can finish Witcher three and see who wins that? Because I am in the same boat. I need to, I need to do Witcher three. 
And then uh, the last one I have is Chesno. I'm finally getting a Series X soon. Congratulations on that. So all fighting games I've missed, like Street Fighter VI, Mortal Kombat. Uh, what is that? King of... I don't know what that is. K, K of 15? King of Fighters. King, King of, of Fighters. Fighters. Okay, that's what I thought, but I wanted to make sure. And then Tekken 8, yeah. just to name a few. Got to grind them leaderboards. So I don't think we really have many fighting game enthusiastics on the panel right now, but congratulations on getting the Series X, and I hope you can get up in those leaderboards this year. Uh, I, I loved them I, fighting games uh, 30 years ago. Yeah. Not so much these days, I did have some time in high school where my friends and I would play mm -hmm. the Street Fighters and the Mortal Kombat's and but Heck yeah. As far as nowadays, not my not my favorite genre, but hope you're able to get up on those leaderboards this year and enjoy that Series X power. Uh for games that are looking like they're gonna come out this year, uh I am excited for uh the Clockwork Revolution that we saw last year. I'm hoping that comes out this year. I'm looking forward to that. And also, I hope that Avowed comes out this year. And it looks uh, interesting. I like uh, the developer. So I'm hoping that that comes out and this year. And it will be a good win for Microsoft. Uh, some other games uh, that we talked about last week. Uh, don't, I won't repeat them. Just the games that I'm looking at finishing this year. Uh, I'm looking forward to those as well. So I think it'll be a good year for some new stuff from Microsoft and maybe we'll get a surprise and we'll get Indiana Jones as well this year. That would be awesome. And why does it have to be sequels? Mm -hmm. uh, Avowed isn't a sequel. Indiana mm -hmm. Jones isn't a oh. sequel. <laughs> Clockwork Revolution isn't a sequel. Yeah. <laughs> isn't it though? It's like Bioshock 12. Or... It, it, could, it could be. <laughs> It could be. Fine, fine. But that's what I am looking forward to. El, what are you looking forward to this year? Poggy this, Poggy that. <laughs> Bing, East bang, Asia update by... <laughs> well, I'm not going to lie. We, we, I <laughs> did just get an email from East Asia Soft. <laughs> And it's the New Year Showcase 15 titles coming out. Oh, my God. But uh, no, we won't talk about those. Really? Nah. Yeah, I was going to say, wow. Nah, we're all gibberish. All gibberish. Not this I was going to say, you're probably on their board with all the money you spend on them. They'll probably have um, you on their... Uh... <laughs> yeah, money. <laughs> so... <their> board. <laughs> <laughs> this is just a picture of me that they throw darts at. <laughs> this sucker will play this. It's just a picture of a sandwich. All right, let's read some patron responses. Red Stack says, Since I just got it a couple days ago before the new year and haven't had a chance to play it yet, yay for being sick. I hope you're feeling better now. Um, BG3. Uh, what's that burger? Garden. Beyond Good and Evil. Nailed it. No. I nailed it. I really don't know. I'm sure it's something yeah, obvious. They just skipped the second one. They're going straight to the third one. <laughs> I like this one's been in development um, hell for how many years now? Let's just it? 
skip it and go. Okay. Skate. Yeah, that's oh, gotta be Baldur's Gate. Okay, thank you. It's okay. You can't you save the game anyway, so I told you it was something obvious. And um, also, my time at Sandrock, a follow-up to my time at Porsche, came out early November last year. I had not heard about that. That's interesting. And like P-Tart, I'd love to see Slime Rancher 2 in its final state. X the Hero says, with a few notable exceptions, my plan is to not purchase any new games this year. Well, good luck there, sir. That said, some of those exceptions include Tomb Raider 1 through 3 Remastered, since I never played them in any serious manner growing up. I don't think anyone's really serious about Tomb Raider growing up. There was, you know, pointy boobs and, uh, you know, shooting bats and then, and then like, you upgrade the dinosaurs. Yeah, it wasn't very serious. But, um... You know, uh, Wild West, instead of uh, Indiana Jones, you could just play Tomb Raider 1 through 3. Yeah, that's what I want in all the pixel gloriness there. Yeah, yeah. We don't want remaster. We want the old school. Uh, Polygon, like polygonal glory. There you go. That's better even. Yeah, I hope it's one of those where you could hit the back button and then switch between the old and the new graphics. Pretty sure they confirmed that it is. Really? Okay, that's awesome. Oh, I loved when Halo did that. It was nice. Yeah. Halo did that. Monkey Island. Oh, Monkey Island. Yep. Well, I'm trying to remember if there's any others, but it was cool just to see the difference. Um, what else did he say? He said Dragon's Dogma Two, since the first one was quite possibly the best RPG on the 360. Interesting take. And Final Fantasy fourteen to see what the hype is all about and to play as a cute cat girl. Um, I'll leave that alone. Depending on the subscription cost, though, I might end up skipping it, which would be nothing but good news for my backlog. Interesting. So I know Final Fantasy fourteen was confirmed. That's the online MMO one for anyone who doesn't know. And I believe it never came out for Xbox all those years ago was because we were already paying for Xbox Gold and they didn't want to have like a double subscription cost. There was some uh, rationale behind it. Because I believe on PlayStation it's like 10 or $15 a month, maybe even more, who knows. But that, that sounds like fun. Does anyone know if that's definitely coming out this year? You know, you guys aren't the Final Fantasy fans. I thought so. I thought I saw that it was when I was there was a beta, right? It, but yeah. Yeah. Well, that that's that's good. He's gonna throw himself into some large games. Hawkeye Barry says, "I think this game will bomb, but I can't stop being excited for Suicide Squad: Kill the Justice League." I'm also curious how Xbox homegrown games will do this year, like Hellblade Two. And avowed. I just yeah. Uh, Suicide Squad keeps getting a bad rap, mostly from uh, Kushmus over here. <laughs> no, it's Andy. not me. Me too. Oh, not, and, and it's just me. He's like me too. Oh, 
it's getting a bad rap in the in the whole industry. I mean, they've gone away from their formula, right? The formula is Batman hand to hand combat um, with tanks, apparently. But um, <laughs> but yeah, they're, they're moving all the way to guns uh, and killing uh, superheroes, and so you know, there's clearly there will be a uh, alternate world or something, or you know ultimate storyline and so they don't really actually kill these superheroes and all that fun stuff but whatever um it'll all be a dream harley quinn's dream or something i don't know i i it can't be good it just can't be good it can't be it just can't be no why not it's online multiplayer right like that it could be good they've been working on it forever it's just it's not this it's not batman it's um so is it like duke nukem forever just it just can't be it can't be okay can't be can great. it be decent it can be okay uh, it can't be great can it be better than Gollum? better than what yes <laughs> that's not a hard than <laughs> that's not a hard window <laughs> to follow <laughs> and hellblade too i people are talking about like oh i you know, hope it's gonna have combat I, I don't know how this game gets combat suddenly um but if it does that'd be cool i mean i definitely would prefer it to have combat but I don't know. I, I would I would love for Xbox to get some awesome games that people are jealous of. Uh, I just don't think that I just don't think these are the ones. I think Avowed could, and I think Indiana Jones, if it's Uh-oh. done right, could. I agree. Indiana Jones. Avowed looks like a ten year old game to me, but um, I mean, it, it's still. Oh yeah. I mean, it does. It, it does. It looks like uh, Morrowind or whatever, right? That's the kind of the style for it. I, if I'm thinking the right game. Uh, to me, it's not number one. Not my type of game, uh, but it that's and it kind of mm-hmm. looks like it kind of looks like that style of game. And it, you know the graphics aren't amazing; they're good, um, but they're not amazing. So I just don't think that one's going to be huge too. But once again, not my type of game, so I'm not going to love it. Um, but maybe the people uh, that play those types of games will love it. All right. Well, I hope it's good for you, Barry. Vulgar Latin says, this year I intend on doing longer completions. What I've been meaning to get to is Cyberpunk, and I think I might try Disco Elysium since it's on a nice sale this week. If Robocop dips below 20 bucks, I'm doing that too. Well, now you've picked three long games, sir. Well, Robocop's um, like a 15 to 20 hour game, so yeah. that's not that long. Mm, that's pretty long for us. My, um. <laughs> it's long for you. That's a short game for me. Well, long for you. Here's the, th- here's the thing. <laughs> There's a joke in there somewhere. Mm, there's a pill for that. Vulgar, I know, is is big into the RTDL community as I am, so it's very hard to get these long stretches with any one game unless you're ignoring the other game. So... I'll believe it when I see it with him, but I'm pretty sure every year that I, I answered that the same thing that I want to do longer games, but I never do. And Michelle says, Euden uh, Chronicle 100 Heroes is coming out this year, and I'm very excited for it. I am weirdly a little wary of the game getting an E10 rating. 
I like the sort of gritty nature attached to realities and impacts of war in the Sui Coden games that I guess led to it being rated teen, though I suppose it was more likely led rated teen due to stupid things like depictions of drinking. Well, I did a little research. Um, if you'll remember, we were slated to get Sui Coden 1 and 2 remastered in 2023, and that never happened. Um, so we coded one was actually rated kids to adults on PlayStation. Remember that rating? <laughs> K to A. But um, they have switched that to E10 for the remake. And so we coded two was actually the one rated teen. So I don't know if she knew that or not. But I guess two is a little more hardcore with its depictions of war. I can't imagine it taking away anything from from. Eden Chronicle. I think it's going to be good. And it's also been in development quite a while and been delayed a few times, so I hope for you that it is really good. It's uh, another game that Michelle uh, kick-started, but it's going to wind up being a Game Pass game anyway, right? So... Thanks for getting that started. Uh, as far as games I would like to play, um, <laughs> there, you know, I would love to play that game also. Um, you know, maybe not simultaneously, but alongside, so we can talk about it. And on top of that, there's a 20-year-old game I'd like to play, which I talk about all the time, is Oblivion. And spoiler for later, the DLC is on sale, and I've, and I've been waiting for it to go on sale for over a year. So now I could finally just try to knock it out. Uh, I've told this story before in the podcast, but Wild West, maybe you've never heard it. Um, I bought Oblivion so long ago that I was carded um, at Target to buy it because <laughs> it was rated mature. I was 25. <laughs> so it was like 18 years ago. Oh, yeah. Geez. Or something like that. Yeah. That's how long ago I bought it. I remember being carded and being so mad because, you know. When you're young, you get mad. When you're older, you're like, oh, I got carded. Cool. <laughs> I look young. <laughs> but yes, that's how long ago I got it. I really need to get to it this year. It's been too long. I've done that sewer beginning part with Patrick Stewart so many times now. I need to make it stick. All right, Kushan, to you. All right. We'll start with uh, Northern Lass. She says, I need to get to uh, a Plague Tale Requiem this year. I loved the first game and dived the sequel and have just never gone back to it. I also need to finish Death's Door and the Windows stack before they leave Game Pass. Absolutely, you need to do Death's Door first because it's amazing. Uh, Plague Tale Requiem, uh, if it's anything like the first, is also good. Um, Carpe Adam says, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. We can just stop right there. 
He's right. Uh, I love the first one and have been wanting some Star Wars in my life. So I think that will so, be my next big game I play. I have to finish it before it hits EA Play, so I don't feel like an idiot for buying it in the Black Friday sale. After that, I'll probably go play through Quantum Break again on hard to get the final achievement. I'm not the most skilled gamer, so I've been putting this one off, but with my involvement in BCMX this year, I figured I'd give it the old college try. Awesome. I, I also would like to play Quantum Break. I never really gave it a shot, uh, and I hear it's very action-y, uh, or it can be played very action so it's a good like game superhero yeah yeah I, I i enjoyed it when i was playing it but i just you know i got distracted it's a longer game i got something shiny came up that's how it works you guys in your long games it's like a 20-hour game is it for everything <laughs> to get everything it's 20 hours yes. yeah let me look it up while you're doing the next okay one. you do that uh xlax jester also known as la jester um the tomb raider remasters for me really hoping they do a good job with them and two and three are as good as i remember uh, yeah, uh, good luck with that. I hope so. <laughs> Those things are hard to go back to, and that's an old game. I was playing that in college, so uh, man, I hope they're good too. Um, and I hope they have that little button. <laughs> yeah. I, I would like to see that toggle that goes between the two. I, I hope I'm remembering that right. I, I don't think I'm making but that. But there's up, got, but but, are, but will they have quality of life uh, improvements? So that's that. Yeah, that'll be a big deal if they don't. Um, yeah, trying to play those old games with those old control schemes as they're trying to figure stuff out, not fun. Uh, mm. So hopefully, hopefully they figure it out. I can't believe that they they wouldn't fix that, but who knows? Um, Chewy on Ice says, with my focus on clearing non BC games this year, old is the new hot thing for me. Top of my list of games I'm hoping to finally get to after all these years are Alien Isolation, Dishonored, uh, Dust. Lollipop, Chainsaw, Metro Last Light, and Thief. If I had to pick newer stuff, it would be all the cool Game Pass games Koosh has been talking about recently, like Toem, Gris, Cocoon, and Jassant. All funky, weird, one-word titles. What is up with me? Um, or Game Pass, I don't know. Uh, yes, those are all good games. Uh, Cocoon is amazing and will break your brain. Um, the other ones are pretty good, too. Um... As for me, unless you have a, an answer for us there, West Wild West. I've got two. So Final okay. Fantasy Beta is coming in February, according okay. to the news. Quantum Break is a 15 to 20 mm -hmm. hour completion on TA. It's, lies. Uh, my, my time is 13 hours. So. Lies. It's lies. It's all lies. Did you watch the did you not watch the uh, Oh, I watched everything. Oh, I absolutely watched everything. Did you play well, on you easy? Is, for it, that? is it like a stack or uh, Why am I thinking this was like a 25-hour game? Their games don't really go over 25 hours. Most of them are about 20-ish. Huh. Well, I need to go back and give it a shot. I think I, you I, can play... I have all of the difficulty achievements on as unlocked on the same day, so I think I just started out on hard. Okay. So, well, I, I've been meaning to go back to that one. Because I want to get it off my hard drive. It's huge. It's huge. Um, so I, I would like to go back and do that one. Um, so what am I going to play in 2024 that's coming out in 2024? Because that's one of the things I do. Um, well, next week, there's Prince of Persia Lost Crown I'm excited for. It's a Metroidvania um, from Ubisoft, uh, the same team that did um, Rayman. So I'm really looking forward to that. Those guys know platforming. Um, Tales of Kenzera, which is very similar to Prince of Persia Lost Crown. It's also Metroidvania. Uh, Hollow Knight Silk Song, 
also a Metroidvania. Um, things that aren't Metroidvanias, mm. Star Wars Outlaws <laughs> looks interesting. Probably not a Metroidvania. Who knows? But I just love me some Star Wars, um, and that looks to be interesting. Uh, and it's, you know, as far as we know, it doesn't have Jedi, but come on. You, you know, they're going to sneak some Jedi stuff in there at some point. They have to. Uh, and then, of course, uh, a game I'm super excited for and I hope will not let me down, The Plucky Squire, um, which is like a link to the past. If you remember that, like being able to pop in and out of like 2D and um, and I guess like the overhead 2.5. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to that. The game looks to be really creative. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean... Right, I love them. I I love everything. So I can keep going. Uh, you notice I didn't say replaced, uh, and I didn't say a whole bunch of other things that I've been talking about before. But yeah, I'm looking forward to these kind of these smaller, um, not not two hour games, but like ten to fifteen hour games. Uh, I'm really uh, looking forward to some new experiences. Yeah, you should give uh, Plague's Tale Requiem a shot. It's yeah, good in, I, good in some areas and not good others, but. I like the first one. Um, I still need to do the, I guess, the PC stack of it. I, I want to do mm -hmm. the, the PC stack. Um, and uh, I did one. I can't remember which one I did. I need to do the other one. Uh, and then I want to move on to the sequel. I, I enjoyed that game. I, I thought it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for the question. I hope everyone gets to actually play what they've what they want to play. Uh, there's nobody on this panel that would stop what they're playing for a new shiny or anything like that. Uh, game Pass game coming or a Game Pass game leaving, nothing like that. No. Do you feel targeted? <laughs> because uh, we we don't need to talk about the targets. Everyone already has their targets done, right? Come on, targets. Except for the backwards compatible stuff, yeah. Oh, all right. Wait, I didn't do any of them yet. Um, and I'm sure I started three games just by happenstance. Oh. Oh. Well, anyway, the targets are starting three new games, 15 backwards compatible achievements, and 15 main storyline flag achievements. Uh, we talked in detail about that the last last week. But uh, suffice it to say, East Asia Soft Games, I learned that, um, you know, just doing level, you know, anything with like level in the title will get a main storyline flag, like finish level 10, finish level 15, finish level 1, level 2. So it should be pretty easy to find those. All right, it's time for our games showcase. Nate, would you like to lead us off? <laughs> sure. I'm going to change it up a little bit. Um, normally, this oh, is where yeah. I talk about a Game Pass game that came out last week, because uh, that's, mm -hmm. you know, it's just the way my just the way my gaming works. Uh, but oh. instead, I'm going to talk about the shiny thing that I saw on the giveaways that I did not win and that I went out and bought, uh, and that is oh, Fossil no. Hunters. <laughs> so Fossil Hunters oh, was... No, <laughs> <laughs> I've seen this before, and I've had my eye on it before. I've, I've been price watching it. It's not going on sale. I think that's true. Let's not research it. We're just going to say it's never going on sale, uh, and it was never going to, so I had to get it. Uh, this game is called Fossil Hunters, and guess what you do, guys? 
you hunt fossils. Um. Oh. Yeah. On the tip it of my tongue. It's a four-player couch co-op only. Uh, it is what? not. You, know, you cannot do internet online. You don't have to play with other people, but you could if you wanted to. Um, and it's all on one screen, so uh, you know that's that's how that works. Uh, you go down. You play one of four characters. Uh, every character plays the exact same. They just look different. Um, so there's no like special abilities per character or anything. Uh, you're and basically. All you do is you, you walk in uh, to this, uh, I guess, this dig site. You go down an elevator. That takes you to a new level. Uh, and on that level, there are three types of ground uh, that you can dig into. Uh, it's a th Number one, so it's like a 2.5, you know, 3D type game. You cannot rotate the camera. The camera's fixed, but it moves with you. Uh, and you'll basically just be digging out blocks of stuff in, for in front of you, kind of like Minecraft style, right? Uh, you, you hit it with your pickaxe a couple times, it goes away. Bigger things take like four hits, you know, three and two uh, for the smaller guys, and those go away. As you're doing that, uh, sometimes you'll find a fossil underneath, and that fossil um, could be cleaned up, and uh, you, you could use it somewhere. But what you're looking for uh, on each level is is kind of a um, an outline on the floor, uh, and that that outline on the floor is going to be the pattern that you need to uh, complete uh, for that level in order to pr progress to the next level to unlock the, uh, the elevator to go down one more floor. Um, and there'll be, you know, pieces like, Oh, here, here's the tail segment. Here's like uh, the vertebrae, you know, here's the head. So you're making a snake or whatever. Uh, you can put them together in any kind of quality and that will uh, count towards uh, progressing to the next level. Uh, on each level, there will be um, journals, and which count as collectibles, but they'll also kind of kind of tell you a little bit of a story as you're going. Uh, there will also be golden idols every now and then, not every level, but they're kind of scattered throughout. And those are for collectibles. They don't really do anything other than that. Um, in fact, I don't think you even have to take them anywhere. You just have to like get right up next to them, and then it counts. Um, and uh, as you are clearing out stuff, as you're clearing out these, these blocks of rock and sand and all, um, if you take out too much in any one area, the screen will start to shake and, and then a collapse will occur. And then all those blocks that you cleared or most of the blocks that you cleared will drop down and be replaced. And if there were any fossils underneath them, they're destroyed and they're kind of re-rolled. So let's say you're looking for like a tail segment, but all you've gotten are like little you know T-Rex arms and heads and such. Uh, you can actually cause a collapse on purpose to get to re-roll some fossils and see if you can get that tail piece that you're looking for. So that's like a little tip there for if you can't find what you're looking for nearby. Um, now, most times that will not drop down on like the little area where you're trying to, to match and put these things into the, the pattern that's on the floor, but sometimes they do. Uh, and that's okay, because there are power-ups. Um, and these power-ups could be lights, where you'll get like a light on a tripod and that can kind of help you keep um, as you're progressing farther down, there'll be these spiders and these spiders will uh, go and gnaw on fossils. And if they hit it like two or three times, that fossil is destroyed. You have to go find another one. Uh, and they could be doing that for the one that you have on the floor, not just like loose ones that are laying around, but they could actually be messing up the thing you're trying to do to proceed to the next level. So if that's the case and there's spiders on that level, you go find yourself a tripod with light and you put that on top of the fossil and it keeps the spiders from going after it. Uh, there's another power up that is a uh, stabilizer. So it's like a, a form. 
and you'll uh, you'll put that up near your fossil, and that will keep the ceiling from collapsing in that area. And you may need a couple, depending on the size of the fossil that you're trying to build, uh, but that way you can ensure that no collapse is going to happen on the thing that you really don't want it to happen to. Um, there's also TNT, and there uh, I think there's maybe one of the power up I haven't seen yet. I've only gone down, I guess, to the third um, biome. So I haven't seen everything the game has to offer, but I have, I have seen uh, enough to know that this is a, a fun little game. Like I was hoping it would be. Um, let's see what else, what else? Uh, uh, okay. Yeah. As you're playing the game, uh, challenges will pop up. So it'll be like, okay, I need a fossil. There, there's some benefactor that's, that's saying, Hey, I need this. I need that. Be like, I need a two headed, uh, lizard. Oh, okay. Well, you're not necessarily going to find that pattern on the floor. There are, but you you may you may not have seen it yet. So, but you can build any fossil you want to build, kind of on a floor as long as you know you have enough room, uh, and as long as they connect, you can then submit that fossil uh, or that, that entire animal that you created. So you can create a two-headed one. You can create a dinosaur with no head, just like two tails attached or two heads attached. Uh, you can, sometimes it'll be something like, oh, create a dinosaur that has uh, you know, five vertebrae. Okay. Or six claws. Okay. You can just make anything as long as they, as long as it matches and it meets that condition. Uh, and you have to do a whole bunch of those for, for an achievement. Um, but they'll kind of, you know, as you clear one out, the next one will come. You can't do them ahead of time. You have to do them as they come to you. Um, the, Oh, uh, as you're looking for these journals, um, there's no nice map on the level that you're on, but when you're selecting the level, from the elevator, you see an outline or you see the shape of the map. So a lot of times that'll tell you, oh, there's this whole area over here I didn't see. Um, and maybe that's where something is. That actually helped me out once or twice to find a, a journal. Um, the achievements are for, uh, you have achievements for dying. So like dying a hundred times, uh, you get achievements for completing so many fossils uh, and for completing so many pristine fossils. You can, uh, you can clean off the fossils. So sometimes they'll be dirty and you just push the A button on them and that will clean them. Uh, and then when they sparkle, then they're worth more. You'll get more money as you turn that in. Um, and then if like a spider attacks it, like they'll take it, take away some of the value, but they haven't destroyed it, it'll take away some of the value. Sometimes there are mushrooms that'll release spores onto the pieces and that makes them harder to drag, harder to move around. Uh, but you can clean that off and then they're easy to move again. Um, one of the things that was kind of interesting, I wasn't sure how to do it at first, was moving these pieces around is kind of like you're, you're dragging them with you and it's kind of hard to control them. But they do a good job of very quickly on, like, I think, by like the second level or maybe halfway through the first level, telling you, okay, well, if you hold the, uh, the X button, you'll drag a thing. If you hold the right trigger, it'll lock you into just rotating the piece. You can't move it, but you'll rotate it. And if you're only holding the left trigger while holding X, it will not let it rotate and you'll just be able to move it any way you want, but with no rotation uh, in, in the piece, which is exactly what you need in order to fit it into these pieces or in, into these puzzle pieces that you have to do. If it wasn't for that, it'd be really frustrating. So uh, they don't tell you that right away, but they do tell you that a little ways in and that, uh, that makes a big difference uh, for the enjoyability. Uh, going back to the achievements, there are also achievements for uh, using the different power-ups, uh, for fossils being destroyed in different ways, like collapses, lava, you know, letting an animal kill it, uh, pushing it off a ledge, stuff like that. 
collectibles, collecting all the journals in four different zones. And then there's a meta uh, achievement for doing that. Uh, and then, of course, there's a platinum trophy. But the good news, the good news is achievement tracking actually works. It's amazing. I cannot what? believe it. It's crazy. I, I went and I looked at my achievements, and sure enough, there's a progress bar for just about every single one of them. I go to TA and I see the progress there, just like achievements were supposed to work. They actually do. It's unheard of in this day and age. Um, but yeah, that's that's fossil hunters. Um, I can see this being kind of crazy with four people on the screen. Uh, maybe with two people, it would be um, a little easier. I, I don't know. Maybe it's easier to move fossils, like heavier fossils with two people. I don't know. I don't have someone else that would play this. Um, but as a, as a solo you know, single player game. I'm having a good time with it. A level at a time, you know, level a day, something like that. Uh, I actually found a website that has a picture of every level with all the journal locations. So uh, coming back to do cleanup, it'll be very quick just to get the ones I've missed. Oh yeah. I forgot to mention that uh, as you're, as you're going down the elevator and you're picking the levels, it does a good job of telling you which levels you found everything on. Uh, so cleanup's going to be pretty easy. It's a quality little game. Uh, so I, I'm very happy with this um, uh, <laughs> this purchase that they sold me on. Yeah, but that's 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 all I've got for fossil hunters. Unless you guys have some questions, Tia is tapping uh, into that on on a new market there of getting people to buy games they don't win in contests. So, <laughs> yeah, so there was a question in the Discord a couple of days ago about this. Where do you look? You know, so every day Tia's got a game that they give away. And I guess some people do research, and some people just click the enter and move on with their day. That's what I do. Mm. I don't need to know about any other games. Mm. <laughs> you need to know about all the games. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's just, it's... Um, this game looks fun as hell. Right? I'm actually watching a YouTube video right now of uh, four people playing. Oh, it's it looks, be crazy. Um, it looks fun. It yeah, does the, kind of uh, look like a 360 game, though. But uh, it's got that kind of feel to it. Yeah, yeah. It's not gonna knock your socks off. I know you said that you haven't done the co-op. Is the co-op like you said? It's all on one screen, so you're kind of locked. Everyone would be locked yes. onto that one screen, right? I think so. I think so. Or if Elf watching a video, that's, yeah. what that's what it looks like. Yeah. Okay. Okay. They're all working together and just moving the, the fossils around. This looks like something that uh, my kids would like, honestly. And that I think that's what they're going for, the kid demographic. Well, like me, yeah, like me, like the big <laughs> the man child, the yeah. inner kid, inner kid. And of course, I'm wondering if other people can unlock achievements. I'm guessing not, but I always wonder because sometimes I've been surprised. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So you get on the elevator, and then it's kind of like a level select thing. So you're really not locked out of anything. Exactly right. Yeah. So nice. if you need okay. to go back to another level, you just go back to the elevator at any time. You can do that. Another nice thing that you can do is like um, some levels may not have a whole lot of bombs or may not have a whole lot of lights, but you can go to a different level and you can you can drag one on your elevator with you and take it back to that level. And it seems to remember state between levels. It does a great job. Like I've left uh, tools that I brought to a level, and they've stayed in that level even when I've gone and kept playing the game and then I go back to that level uh, after doing several different, different levels, it remembers everything. It, you know, it left the level kind of the way that I left it 
um, you know, the paths that I had chiseled my way through and uh, my lights that were there and my forms that were there. It does a great job remembering all that. I'm, I'm really surprised at the quality <laughs> of this game. It, it could have been uh, like a lot worse than it is. It's, it's not a bad little game. Um, they really kind of put a lot into it. Um, but, but yeah, so you can just go back and forth, uh, on that elevator. Uh, you'll, you'll also be unlocking every couple levels, um, a, a vendor. I think it's like, yeah. one of, like the fourth that was level my next question. Yeah. yeah. You'll, you'll unlock vendors and those people will sell you those pieces of equipment, but you can just go to any level and grab them, uh, if they're there. Um, <laughs> and then you get free ones, but they're, they're like a hundred dollars per item. And uh, or 100 coins per item. And I have like 3,000 coins right now, so it's trivial. It's not going to keep you from uh, progressing. You're not going to have to grind coins, probably. Uh, you just kind of get them as you're going. But yeah, it's a fun little game. All right. Um, I have a bone to pick with this game. Hey, pun heavily intended. Um, <laughs> so, number one, the price is $16.99. And according to TA, and from what I can see, it has never been on sale. And it came out in 2018. I said we weren't going to talk about this. <laughs> yes, it's I never like been to, on sale. Like tell, like he didn't want you to our, expose uh, your lack of research. His I lack like of research. Tell, I like to tell, you know, you buy a game a day. It's fine. It's no big deal. Oh, but I'm, I, they're doing themselves a little bit of a disservice, unfortunately, with this just crowded marketplace. So it seems like a good little game, but it only has around 300 tracked view uh, tracked gamers on uh, DA. <laughs> tracked viewers, they're viewing the fossils. Don't make fun of me. I mess up a lot. I'm old. Um, <laughs> Put your nap. And um, I'm just saying, you know, it's not in Game Pass. It's never been games with gold, and it's never been on sale. So I know, I know. That's um, that's why. Unless you see that they're giving this game away on ta you're not going to hear about it <laughs> honestly that's how it's i discovered like, it like i, I right. they had tried it's, to give it away before or it was it was on the like they're, yeah it's like they're doing themselves a disservice it's like it's not their fault so i don't know how can they combat this i like, don't know they give more codes to ta they haven't been given away this is the only game from this developer um they should so... give codes to us and then i'll spread the word for sure there you go like on this podcast, so I'm gonna wow. uh, we're gonna erase everything you just said about the game, and uh, then only talk about the game if they give us a code. Gotcha. Yeah, see, I solved it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this game really does look fun. Yeah, I mean, it's not gonna break any records or anything, but it, it is no. a fun little. It's just twelve to fifteen. I've already got four and a half in it, uh, and I'm probably I don't know uh, halfway through the levels. So yeah, just unfortunate. I have uh, seven friends on TA with this game. <laughs> you know, seven, seven of the se seven of the three hundred. Yeah, it's all the usual suspects like Bills and Carnage and Sangrius and Oriole. <laughs> Chin Doctor. I'm, I'm glad you didn't say me. <laughs> like, <Wish> <laughs> I, I don't own everything. Two, two of my friends have completed it, so now you have to complete it. Oh no, I, I fully intend to complete this. I'm chipping away at it. Um, like I said, it's one of those to play. Yeah, it's one of those where I can play a little bit of time. She might actually she might yeah. actually enjoy it. Because yeah. when you when you die, cool. yeah, when you die, you you respawn like right near where you were. You lose maybe 
a little bit of coinage, but if you if you dig your way oh. back, you, you pick up more coins on the way. You, you probably actually end up making more money by dying. Um, Does so, a yeah. meteor come and just wipe everything out? Like, no, like, just how do you the, die? It's, the screen ah. shakes. <laughs> um, so there's, there's dust that comes down. There's like a shadow yeah. on the ground where the blocks are going to fall. So you have a couple seconds uh, to move out of the way, or maybe maybe a second or so to move out of the way. Uh, and if you get pinned in a corner, oh well, you die, and then you respawn like right next to it immediately. Uh, so there's really no penalty to dying. All right. Yeah, fossil hunters. That was a and, and it'll I be will, a, will, a fun surprise. I will make no more dinosaur jokes about you or anybody else. And um, make them be extinct, please. Okay, <laughs> excellent, excellent idea. <laughs> Put those jokes in a museum. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so that was fossil hunters. So last week, I gave a quick preview of my first impressions of Goat Simulator 3. Uh, this week, I had the privilege of playing four-player online co-op um, with Michelle, her brother Brian, and um, a newcomer to the podcast, uh, someone named Rocker Dude, someone you've never heard of. So... Now, unlike local, where achievements didn't pop for everyone, achievements do pop for everyone online. And you go around doing missions. And I believe, you know, the crazy thing is that it's open world, so you could theoretically go and do your own thing. But we stuck together and helped each other do all the missions and didn't go far away from each other. Um, and, any, and once the mission is solved, it counts as complete for everybody. So everyone gets credit for everything. So I'm not quite sure what would happen if someone dropped. I guess they would have to go do it again. So, you know, for the time being, I, I hope that we just, the four of us will just stick to playing together so we know what's done. Uh, much, much like the regular GOAT simulator games, there are the trophy uh, collectibles hidden around everywhere. And um, what we did when one person found one, the other people went to the person that found it and collected it as well. Uh, the game has a fantastic fast travel. Uh, you can hit uh, the back button or start, whatever it is, and go to the map, and you could just teleport to any of the other three people uh, that you're playing with. So it's really, really helpful. And if one person starts up a mission, it's uh, on the screen it says... You know, you just hold the back button down and you could teleport to that person. So when you're playing with other people, you're unlocking different outfits and, you know, you're ramming people. And I'm sure everyone's played Goat Simulator at this point. And I think a lot of people are turned off by this game because they played the first game. But this is a lot, lot better. It's not as glitchy. We've only... <laughs> We only got stuck in, in the world a couple times. And you just have to hit start and go to respawn, and then you're, you're fine. You're fine. Uh, as far as achievements go, um, there's progression achievements for just doing a bunch of missions. And then you go into the castle. And then the castle just expands and gets bigger. And as you go, you, you get achievements for this. 
Um, there's other achievements. Uh, there's one uh, for getting flung out of the map. Um, but there's a mission early on where you climb a giant beanstalk where you can kind of cheese this and just climb the beanstalk all the way to the top. And you basically go through the top of the world and you get credit for this achievement. Um, so that's called Reach the Stratosphere. So that's a good one. Uh, there's another achievement called Egg Simulator where you become an egg. This achievement, you need co-op or at least it's way easier in co-op. Um, once you find where to go, there's a there's a barn and there's a there's a dish you can go in, and then the other person rings a bell, and then um, you know a big uh, chicken or something eats you, and then lays uh, an egg, and you become an egg. So I don't know if you could do it alone because one person sits in the bowl, and the other person rings the bell. So you would have to do it really quickly, I imagine, to do it yourself. But um, we did that one. And we played for a good two hours, and just one of those games where hilarity ensues, and just a bunch of laughing, a bunch of crazy things. Um, there's this really crazy area where there's uh, <laughs> bananas um, called Abomananas, and there's just really crazy bananas with faces. And there's an achievement in there for becoming one of those and then licking another banana. And the achievement is called Canna Banana. So uh, like a cannibal banana. So I'm all about that wacky humor. I'm all about that four-player co-op. So this game is tailor-made for Big L. Do you goats have any questions? Do they have a uh, another developer house or anything like that? Like they did in the first game? developer house yeah there was a house in the in the first area i think um that was coffee oh. stain and you could go into the coffee stain office and like see where they were you know see the computers on the tables all that sort of stuff oh yeah you played flappy goat in there i think right yeah um yeah you could you could play flappy goat oh. on the tv there yep um no there's nothing like that there's no real houses that you hang out in and destroy like you would think there's it's more like assassin's creed you want on um you know, you unlock areas of the map, and then you find towers, and you synchronize to the tower, and then more of the map unlocks. So that's definitely Assassin's Creed, uh, Breath of the Wild type of stuff going on. And there's an achievement for synchronizing all the towers as well, which is a low ratio. But uh, there's definitely high ratio stuff that you can do. You just have to get to that specific area, and just there's a lot of fun stuff. I noticed there's uh, an edition called the downgrade edition instead of the, an upgrade. There's, there's a downgrade. So I think it actually makes the graphics worse and more pixely. You could pay money for this, people. I don't know. Sophie Stain is, is pretty crazy, as you're implying. So yeah, um, I was going to talk about this in Bradcamp, but I may as well mention it now. Uh, Carpe Adam just completed this game, and I believe he did it by himself. So good patience, you know. I personally think doing it by yourself would be kind of boring, but to each his own. And I definitely recommend this four players. It's on Game Pass, so everyone has access to it. 
Uh, I definitely recommend uh, Goat Simulator 3. Um, I have uh, another uh, quick game preview, though, or first impressions. And I did what I said I was going to do, which I never do. And I purchased Hogwarts Legacy. Way to go. Look surprised, guys. Woo. I'm still I'm still in shock that you purchased it. I thought I thought for I know, sure I you got this it. from it was me. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. I purchased it. I mean, I did have some big, you know, money, so purchased is loose, uh, you know, loosely. <laughs> yeah, I redeemed but, it. Yeah. Okay. Yes, yes. <laughs> but it was me. It was me. And first my daughter played it mm-hmm. and I watched her play it. Mm-hmm. And the first thing that happens is you're uh, creating the look of your character. And as someone who's later. done this for, <laughs> as someone who's done this with many, many wrestling games, this is definitely one of the best looking things I've ever seen graphically. Like you see the characters breathing and like just, just the, the facial expressions. It, it's pretty crazy. And yes, my daughter took three hours. You are correct. It took forever. And of course, my son got right in there and picked the first thing he saw. And and got, <laughs> it's just, you, you would have I, guessed that too, probably, right? My daughter that created like six how... different characters. She just she, she just loved the character creator. She made like one with pink hair, one with purple hair, one with green hair. She just, yeah, she loved that. It took a while before she actually got into the game. So I'm, I'm surprised <laughs> to hear that, that uh, your, your daughter actually got to play the game in the first three hours. Oh, <laughs> yes, yeah, she did play the game. Play loose. And, um, you know, she was concerned at first. Um, she did pick easy mode instead of story mode. I was, I was That's proud. Fine. I said, you could do this. Come on. I said, you're not going to, you know, not going to get any better or, or if you don't play the real mode. I assume she'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the beginning of the game was a lot of, uh, you know, dialogue and story and tutorialing. And they pause the combat in the beginning too to help you get the t- t- you know time figure out the inputs and get them in in time. They pause that first combat encounter. So, yes, yes. But and then there's all a bunch of magic spells and stuff. So she started it, and then my son started it, and you know he had the male character with the male voice, and she and uh, it's it's the same stuff. Uh, one interesting thing though is when you start the game. You can sync up to the Harry Potter fan club, and then you get some cosmetics. And mm-hmm. my son, unbeknownst to me, was part of this club, and he quickly logged in and he got a couple little gifts. Gifts, and uh, yeah, I think it uses the quiz from that site too in oh, order to place you yes. in the house. Yes, that is the other thing I was going to mention. Um, my daughter made it up to the sorting hat and I think the hat asked like one question mm-hmm. and she was a Ravenclaw and it gives you the option to pick something else, which mm-hmm. yep. I guess defeats the purpose, but it's good for achievements, right? Cause you have to go through as, yeah. uh, as all of them. Yeah, my son was telling me, he says, he calls me up. He's like, the achievement list sucks. You got to go through his everything. And I said, well, some people like that. (laughs) (laughs) And I guess some people wouldn't. So I know you've mentioned this before, but how long 
Like I think about two hours. I think you have to go about two hours as into each class? is each per yeah, is each house. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so they actually both played it on their own tags. So I look uh, forward to starting it up on my own tag when I have time to do so. But yeah, it's definitely one of the more beautiful games I've seen. You know, definitely the most beautiful game I've seen since like a Forza Horizon or something like that. And if you're a fan uh, of Harry Potter uh, or the movies or the books or whatever, just exploring, you, you will spend so much time just exploring those um you know that the areas starting areas yeah oh there's easter eggs everywhere like literally mm -hmm. every wall is an easter egg uh in this <laughs> game but uh, but yeah the houses that you start out in the dorms they're so cool yeah um and and hufflepuff while they get a bad rap they have the coolest they have the coolest dormitories oh do they yeah so they, they kind the, of redeem the themselves uh, yeah <laughs> oh yeah so my son like you said my son um had taken the quiz and then they put him in with uh i don't Slytherin. remember where he wound up i don't remember where he wound <laughs> up but i think they, they still did the sorting hat part i thought they would skip that but i think they still did it but there was a pre-conceived one yeah so yeah i, I played a, a series x game on my series x guys are you proud of me i am proud of you uh how long do you think it'll be before you go back to it <laughs> um i don't know this game is I mean, so I guess good, Simulator. man. Oh, it's so good. I guess Goat Simulator is considered Xbox Series X, too. So I'll just go back to that one. I'm just looking at the <laughs> achievements again. There's one for following butterflies to a treasure. Like, just that. Oh, oh, oh and yes, um, you could pet the cat, which mm. makes this a better game yeah. than any, you know, stupid dog game. <laughs> so It's <laughs> the one thing they screwed up in this game. <laughs> Oh, the kitty witch. All right. Wild West, you're up, bud. I guess I uh, need to start Hogwarts, too, just to join the cool kids club. Absolutely. Hang out with those kids. I know, it's, it's, pretty, it's, pre it's pretty bad. Just just move on. I'm just worried I'm going to beat it before you. All right. If you play it, if you play it, I'll play it. I right? bought it. You I bought it. You're I have it now. I, I know, but I well, you have like 17 daughters that have to play it first, though. So, like... You know, well, I just put my home console on their console so they have access to it so they can play it whenever they want to play it. Mm. All right, um, so I am going to go, uh, you know, put the uh, money where my mouth is, kind of thing, and play a long game. And I'm going to do the first part of this one, I'm going to do it in two parts, uh, because I'm about halfway through the game right now. And I have, uh, st I started at the end of last year. Uh, Mass Mass Effect Andromeda. Uh, so this is kind of the. It's not really a sequel to the, the other Mass. It's kind of like a side, st a story within that universe. I guess is better better way of saying it. Um, this one came out in 2017, so it's you know surprisingly it's been a long time since we've had a Mass Effect game. Uh, it's been on my list to play for a long time. I. I'm not a I'm not as big of a fan I think as a Heizo is with Mass Effect, but I'm still a. Uh, it was one of the first games I ever bought with my uh, 360 when I bought my 360. Uh, I was at the GameStop, uh, you know, at the time when you couldn't really when you didn't really buy a lot of uh, games on digital store. Uh, you know, I was browsing through GameStop and GameStop and 
I remember picking that up. Uh, it was one of the first games I bought, and I didn't really know anything. You know, you looked at the cover, you looked at the little thing that came in it, and you're just kind of like, oh, I was like, oh, this looks like a fun sci-fi story, and I really enjoyed it. And I enjoyed the the second and the third one, you know, ending Troubles Not With Side. You know, it was overall, it was a good trilogy. So when this one came out, uh, I was, you know, I was excited for it, you know, more stories within the universe. And then the reviews kind of came out and it did get great reviews. A lot of issues with sound and speaking, you know, being out of whack and, you know, big mouths as people are talking, kind of going all over the place, a lot of glitches and everything. So I kind of put it on the back burner, but, uh, you know, I felt like it was time to go back to it. And so I uh, started it at the end of December and I have about, I think, 25-ish hours in it so far, maybe 30 I'm about halfway through the story. Um, so the story kind of, I was kind of reading up on it a little bit before we started recording. So the story kind of starts at the very beginning, like during Mass Effect 2, Mass Effect 3, and they send you on this ship uh, millions of light years away. And so the story, by the time you wake up, they, they put you in cryosleep. By the time you wake up, you're well past Mass Effect 3. I mean, that happened a long time ago. And so... Uh, it starts, I guess, maybe not millions, but it's 634 years, as I think I saw on something I was reading. And so uh, you you come out of, you hit this, uh, what's it called? You hit this uh, storm or something. It's called the Scourge. kind of knocks your ship out of, out of hyperspace or light speed, whatever they call it. And you wake up and you're a twin in the story. So you get to choose whether you want to be the, the female version of, or the, the male version. Uh, I always like playing as the female version with, so my daughters can kind of see that and they helped design my character. I didn't spend three hours like Elle did, but I designed the character with my daughter's input. So I have a purple haired, uh, girl as I play with. And, um, it's, uh, it was an interesting, it's about a two hour tutorial to get started you land on this planet because your ship's having some trouble. Your dad's the uh, Pathfinder, which is the fancy term for the uh, person that's kind of leading the expedition with this group as you're trying to find an inhabitable inhabitable planet. Um, and so you're with your dad, with some other people. You go down to this planet to, to see if you can find anything. And, uh, I mean, since it happens within the first two hours, I don't really think it would be really considered a spoiler your dad uh passes away and you become the new pathfinder and then your story starts as you take over his mantle and become the pathfinder and have to find a new planet to uh you know be inhabitable for your for the species for all the people that are looking for a new place to live um, on the tutorial planet you come across your main nemesis in the game um, they're called ket uh, and so they're just kind of wreaking havoc across this galaxy, which is uh, called the Andromeda Galaxy. And you, uh, you know, you, it's basic RPG where you start at with very little and you work your way up. You get to choose a few little perks at the beginning of your game when you're making your character. Um, you can do by anybody that's familiar with any of the Mass Effect stuff. It's going to be very similar to it. There's not very much difference between it. Uh, when you're creating your character on how what kind of powers you have or abilities you have at the beginning. And then as you level up, you'll get more skill points and you can 
do whatever you want uh, from there. Um, uh, so, and looking at the achievement list, uh, it's pretty much a typical Mass Effect achievement list. Um, I've finished all of, I think all of, or I think I have one more combat achievement left, but there's about 10 to, 10 to 12 uh, achievements for the different combat abilities. Um, you can do manual saves throughout the game, except if, unless you're on like a main story mission, then you'll just have to rely on your auto saves. So if you want, you can save your game, uh, go do whatever you need to for your combat, you know, unlock a skill for your combat, go do that stuff and then reload your save. If you want to, uh, there is achievement tracking and for the most part it works. Um, sometimes, uh, there was some glitches where I had to save the game, uh, and exit out and restart it. And then when I restarted it, it got back to where I should have been. Um, it loaded in the right number of kills that I had. So everything has been working well with the achievement tracker beside those little minor glitches. But yeah, you can just kind of go in, get the kills you need to get, um, and then reload your save if you don't want to keep that ability. Uh, most of them that they want you to do are, are useful anyways, and so it's not bad. Uh, I'm just kind of doing my first playthrough on easy right now, just kind of immersing myself in the story, going and looking around at everything, um, enjoying the planets that I'm on. Uh, you do get, as you land on the planets, you'll have a, a new ship that or new uh, vehicle that you can go around the planets on and uh, similar to what you had in the, the previous games. Uh, this one, some of the stuff, they do have a lot of, uh, some of the new things that I've seen so far that I haven't really uh, dabbled in too much, but um, you have some research points. Uh, you have your Omni tool can scan different items on the planets that you're on or the ships that you're on. And that'll give you research points that you can use to unlock different weapons in the game. Uh, you'll get uh, this game kind of relies a little bit more, I think, uh, if I'm if I'm remembering from previous games, relies more on minerals, uh, finding minerals on the planets and other things that'll help you uh, unlock or build different weapons and augmentations for those weapons and everything. Uh, you have your strike teams are back that you can send on missions like three. Uh, you can also, some of the achievements do have the, uh, the famous or in them, like you can do stuff in single player or multiplayer, whatever you choose to do. Uh, from what I hear, I haven't done it yet, but from what I hear, the multiplayer is still pretty active. So if you did want to go into that, uh, I remember playing some multiplayer in, uh, Mass Effect 3. And it wasn't that bad. I don't know what it's going to be like here. I'll probably play it a little bit just to kind of get a taste of it. But um, uh, most of the achievements that are related to that are either build up your strike teams to certain levels or, you know, get kills, uh, assist kills or assists. Sorry, not kills, assists or something else similar to that in the multiplayer. So you can do one or the other. And then there's the famous insanity playthrough that you can do that are pretty much in every Mass Effect game. So you can do that, or you can do, I think it's five gold extractions in multiplayer. So there are some options on there. If you're good at the game or if you get into a good group, the gold extractions would be a lot easier than doing a full playthrough on Insanity. But if you don't like the multiplayer, the Insanity's from what I've seen so far, as I've dabbled a little bit in the Insanity, it's not that difficult. It's just like other thing else. You just build your character up and just makes uh, good use of all the cover and everything, kill the enemies. You have two uh, companions that you can bring along to all your missions, and then you also get 
uh, options for some turrets and stuff like that that you can bring out. So it makes the combat pretty easy, in my opinion. Um, you have pretty much your typical characters that are with you from previous games, uh, species-wise. And then there are some new species that you do encounter that uh, will be added to your, your roster if you want them to be. So uh, you also have your famed romances that I'm working through right now. So uh, that'll be something you'll have on there as well. But overall, it's kind of feeling like a, a mid game to me right now, like a three out of five. We'll see how it ends up with the story when we finish it. And I'll do my second part later on. That'll probably be a lot shorter, but it's it's fun, but it's not. It, it feels like they should have maybe done a little bit more to to set itself apart from Mass Effect instead of just copying it. Like if you're going to do this side story, then let's really go and push some different stuff instead of just saying hey this is basically mass effect 4 without being mass effect 4 but that's kind of what i got from it uh are you guys i i doubt uh i doubt you guys do the the long games are you guys mass effect fans at all i've always wanted to um try it because i know it's like oh it's like uh, kotor but you know with achievements. Um, so <laughs> I, I kind of wanted to start it. And I, you know, when I took my console, my 360 out to Indiana, once uh, my brother's house, I tried to get him to play mass effect and uh, he started. And I always thought, Oh, you know, I'll play this. Um, so I have them. I just have never started them. And I did play mass effect Andromeda um, for a, uh, a game pass, not a game pass. Uh, one of those, uh, yeah, I think it's a game, oh, game yeah, pass the, quest. Yeah, the quest, yeah. Yeah, so I did some multiplayer, um, and I thought it was fine. I was actually surprised. It's like, oh, this is what the combat's like. That's, that's not bad. Yeah, I mean, there's not, I haven't really encountered any glitches so far. Uh, it's just, I don't know, it just, the, the graphics to me were a little outdated. I know it's 2017, but I was kind of expecting a little bit more. I'd have to go back and play. I have the Legendary Edition uh that I needed to, to do uh, for Mass Effect as well. I want to kind of compare it uh, as I don't really remember a lot of the graphics, but it just, I don't know, it just feels really outdated graphics wise. And then uh, I don't know, just, I wish they would have pushed the envelope a little bit more with it in my opinion, but it's not, it's, it's all right. Like nothing, not a lot of complaints, but I mean, it's on game pass. I don't have, and there's no DLC for extra achievements or anything. So I can, complete it without having to buy it even though it's regularly regularly on sale for like eight bucks if you do want to buy it but it's all right i own the 360 games as well but of course i think they're just on ea play now anyway and andromeda i want to say came with something on Newegg or something I got years ago physically, and then that's also on EA Play. So they're pretty easy to get. That's good. Yeah, Mass Effect is on EA Play, the original one. I think all. I think all. I think all three of them, and then the Legendary Edition and Andromeda are all on EA Play, if I remember right. Yeah, but uh, I remember. Yeah, it was on yeah, sale. Hyzo, yeah, Hyzo and Prue are the two. That talk it up the most to me. But, uh, uh, I don't know. I'm friends with him. Let me see if he's uh, one day. <laughs> I don't know if he's done it. I know Ahizo didn't have a lot of gamer score in it. I don't know if he's put that much time in it yet. Oh, Prue's finished it. Yeah. So Prue's is, 
He's finished it. Which one? Uh, the Andromeda. Ahizo okay. has not that many achievements, it looks like. He has 10 achievements in it. I don't know why my, my timer's done. Yeah. Maybe someday. I'd be interested to see maybe whenever he listens to this, I'd be interested to see uh, or hear why he uh, didn't continue on with it and what his reasons were. Might be similar to mine. Yeah, Ahizo, that's a challenge to get back into it, dude. Stop being a quitter. Okay. That was the game showcase. Get something for everybody. And now we can go on to sales. Gushmos. What tabs you got open? All right, I guess I could talk about something. Uh, we've got a Juggler's Tale, four dollars and fifty cents, down from eighteen. This is an adventure limbo like you know. I've talked about it before. Els talked mm -hmm. about it. It's one to two hours mm -hmm. of pure joy. Uh, next up, Batbarian <laughs> or Batbarian, uh, <laughs> Barbar Barbarian. So Bat Bar. Bat it's so hard to say. <laughs> hey, this game, tongue twister. Let me call in Testament of the Primordials. Is seven fifty down from fifteen. That's a platformer Metroidvania. I believe the consensus in the Vayner channel is that it's a good game, uh, that they like it. So I'm, I think I already have this. You haven't played that one yet. Okay. I, I have okay. not played it, but I do own it. Um, I'm next pretty up, sure Skeptical uh, Mario has said he's going to write the walkthrough for like the, like the last two years. So if more people buy it and say they buy it because they want him to finish that walkthrough, I think it might happen. <laughs> That's just a... Let's just okay. do that. Uh, <laughs> Come on, Mario. Next up, Ali Ali World Rad Edition, $15 down from $45. This is a platformer sports skateboarding game. It's got 4.17 stars from 66 uh, people voting. Uh, it includes all the DLC for a total of 1,400 gamer score. This is a skill-based game. If that still sounds good, check it out. Uh, I, I really like these Ali Ali World. Even though I'm not great at them, I still enjoy the challenge, and they're fun. Uh, next up. Eldest Souls. This is $5 down from 20 This is an action 2.5D pixel graphic Souls-like. Um, uh, kind of like uh, Hyperlight Drifter, if you if you enjoyed that, kind of that kind of movement and combats. 3.67 stars from 18 people. Uh, this game looks fantastic, and that's a great price. Uh, next up, Lego Brawls. $5 down from 20 It's a fighting game. Fighting Lego game. Six to eight hours. It's got online... Um, the online achievements work by using your powers, not winning. So you don't have to be good at this. Uh, you just have to play it. Uh, this is a good game to get for when we do our Lego month every year, which seems to be an annual thing. So maybe you want to pick this one up. Uh, it should be a, a not bad completion. And finally, uh, Prison City. $10 down from 17 This is a running gun uh, Nintendo Entertainment System-like platformer. If you watch some gameplay on this or some footage, it's got that pixel kind of graphics. It looks it totally reminds me of the NES era. Uh, it's too expensive, I think. Ten dollars down from seventeen, but put a watch on this one. It looks fun, uh, a lot like uh, what was that other game that was on Game Pass not too long ago? Very similar to this, uh, but it's got that great kind of retro uh, plat action platformer feel to it. I'm really, uh, I I'd like to check this one out but I hope it goes on sale. I have a watch and I'm going to be waiting on prison city. 
I don't know if I clicked the right one or not. That just says that it's $9.99 and not on sale. Is that uh, the same one? Yeah, it looks like on or, TA they say it's not on sale. Clicking through. Yeah, I was looking on Xbox too. Yeah, but that Xbox. does definitely looks definitely looks like that style you were saying though. Yeah, it's got that style. But yeah, so the price is uh, maybe it's not on sale, but uh, $10, I would still wait. <laughs> The penny off at nine ninety nine. <laughs> there you go. Grab that sale quick. Hmm. I'm gonna put a price watch on that. Did you find? Maybe it's a price drop. Maybe I don't. I don't know. I checked the history on it. Wherever I saw it, it showed up as a. Uh... Because on TA, it says price was fifteen twenty nine on December twenty sixth. Those jerks. So maybe Those it's a jerks. price. They raised the price. They raised the price at Christmas time, and then they dropped back down to the regular price. That's amazing. <laughs> that I don't know what they did. Did they really do that? Wow. I'm looking at the price history. Yeah, that's what they did. It spiked in December at the end of the year. That is, that's a jerk move. Uh, I'm you still going to go price watch. Prison City. That's, that's baller. That's price. baller. I'm actually surprised more people don't do stuff like that. I know they want to like entice you to get it in, but oh my god, something like. Did you mention that this looks like Mega Man? I'm sure you did, right? Well, I said it looks like your classic NES action platformer. Oh, okay. But yeah, yeah. oh yeah, that uh, yeah that uh, that hub world absolutely is, is Mega Man. Hold on, yeah, it's the day after Christmas. They wanted you to use yeah, your. This picture, <laughs> Xbox this picture I'm sending you is is reminding me of Mega Man. No, oh, I know yeah, exactly. You're select, talking about the level, the select, robot yeah. select screen. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. What the heck is this? All right. Okay, I'm gonna recommend Heimrich, which is um a crazy spelling and grammar game, <laughs> but it's really a platformer. I haven't played this one in a long time. It is a uh, two dollars and ninety-nine cents. Um Instead of nineteen ninety nine, so this is a eighty five percent off. Yeah, it's a puzzle adventure game, but but you do um, go around and jump on words, and the words you jump on um, are, are what happens in the game. It's been a while, but I remember enjoying it. So for three bucks, I would grab that one. Um, Interestingly enough, Palindrome Escape Room is on sale for $5.99 instead of $9.99. On New Year's Eve, I was actually looking for escape room games. And I believe um, Volger and Ahizo had a segment a couple months ago on Escape Academy. I think that's what it's called, something like that. And that's supposed to be pretty good. That is a game, and it but everything is else good. was. And it's on Game Pass. Is that yeah. the right name? Uh-huh. Yeah, probably. I, I okay, think yeah, I remember yeah. them talking about that one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So that one, I think, is a co-op. And I think it's the same thing Isa was saying, where if you play locally, second player doesn't get achievements, but online they do. <sighs> so annoying. 360 never had that problem. That's that's a one and up thing. So annoying. Let everyone have achievements, please. And yeah, and if you look at the TA sales page, 
you will be bombarded by DLC for 360 and one games. Uh, someone in the comments of the of the article made a, a good point, saying he wished that they could sort it by DLC with achievements and without achievements. So I wanted to say that that's a good idea. They should do that. So, and then ninety-five percent of that article wouldn't exist because it's all non, non-achievement DLC. Uh, I'm sure some of it is. I wish they oh, there also are, there are group some. it. They sh- they should also group it with the game. Like some of those DLCs don't have the yes. game title in it. They have something yes. else, and it just makes no sense. If they could just I don't know group it or put the game name that it pertains to next to it, I think that'd be a huge help. I agree because most of the time uh, the game's on sale too when it's the DLCs on sale. So, but even if it's not, you could still just pull the information. I'm sure somehow and just put it on there. Yeah, they can make some improvements. Chin, get on that. Yeah. So what I was talking about earlier with Oblivion. So Knights of the Nine is $1.99, 60% off. And Shivering Isles is $3.99, 60% off. But even on the list, they're not even near each other on the list. So I don't understand what the dilly is yeah some of these dlcs are good though and some of them are only like 10 percent off you have stuff like blue dragon shuffle dungeon is 50 cents instead of a dollar like wh- why? <laughs> why why is this but it gets, for, uh, gets, for gets that your, one person that one person yeah All right, I'm, waiting I'm for that 50 percent sale <laughs> All right, um, uh, Jameson, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I've got uh, two games or two items. The first one is the Nexomon and the Nexomon Extinction Complete Collection. You get two games for those Pokemon lovers out there. It's sixteen twenty-four down from twenty-four ninety-nine, so not a big sale, but you know uh, it's got my eye. I'm looking at it. I've been watching those games and they look fun. I've heard good things about them. Uh, the other one is a DLC for Man Eater. It's the Truth Quest. If you still need that, it's five dollars and twenty-four cents, down from fourteen ninety-nine. So, I think that's uh, the lowest price it's ever been. Um, and if you need to f- want to finish up Maneater, I've started that DLC. It's pretty fun. I think it adds a pretty uh, interesting end-game boss and more commentary and everything. So, uh, I'm looking forward to, to playing more of that in the future. But if you still need that DLC, it's available at a good price. And I guess okay. we'll just move on to the Game Pass. If L's okay Go with ahead. <laughs> you do what you All want. Right. I just work here. Sounds good. We're going to start with uh, Out Now. We have Close to the Sun on Cloud Console and PC. It's an action-adventure game that, without any help, is 12 to 15 hours. But there are console commands on there that can help you with some achievements, especially the speed run and no death run. Uh, basically it takes you right to the end of the game and you're able to get those achievements without any problems at all. Uh, there are other ways to help you go through walls and help you get the collectibles that are in the game. If you want to do that, those uh, from some comments can be kind of difficult to do, uh, but at least it helps you with the speed run and no death achievement, making it a lot easier 
Um, I think, and Kush could help me. I think it's like a six to eight hour game with the console commands. If I, I don't know if you've heard anything on that, but I feel like I heard shorter than that. I think I heard shorter than that. Okay. Yeah. Two to three. Okay. So a lot shorter than the 12 to 15 hours, but if you want to go for that fun completion, that's what you're looking at without any kind of help. Uh, the next game we have is Hell Let Loose on cloud PC and Xbox Series X and S. It's a first-person shooter, 80 to 100 hours. Uh, I've heard a lot of good things about that, and but some of the matches can last an hour to two and a half hours, and you have to stay the whole time to get your XP, so be aware of that. Uh, next on the list is Assassin's Creed Valhalla just came out, and it's on cloud console and PC. Action RPG, stealth, open worlds. You're looking at 100 to 120 hours just on the base game, and then probably to close to 200 plus hours on with everything. So uh, if you want to do that, get going on that. It's going to be a long one. It's probably the, I think it's the longest Assassin's Creed game of it out right now. Uh, next one on the list is Figment Journey into the Mine on Cloud Console and PC Action Adventure, five to fifteen hours. Uh, we also have Super Mega Baseball Four Cloud Console and PC via EA Play Sports and Baseball game. And the the last one we have that's out now is We Happy Few Cloud Console and PC Action Adventure Stealth, forty seven to sixty hours. That one also has DLC. Um, but the season pass goes on sale quite often, so you can usually pick that up pretty cheap. Um, and I'm excited for that one to come back to Game Pass, so I can play it this time. Uh, mm-hmm. Coming in the future is on January 16th, we have Resident Evil 2 on cloud console and PC. Survival horror, action horror, third-person shooter, 28 to 35 hours. And also on January 16th, we have Those Who Remain, cloud console and PC. It's an adventure game, 8 to 10 hours. And then the first edition of Kush's Game of the Year will be January 28th, Turnip Boy Robs a Bank. Uh, and then on January 25th, we have... what's Sorry, what was that? Uh, the 18th, not the 20th. Oh, did I January. say... Tw- oh, I'm, I'm sorry. January 18th, Turnip Boy Robs a Bank. And then January 25th, we have Go Mecha Ball. So those are all the games that are coming. And unfortunately, we have leaving Game Pass January 15th. You've got Persona 3 Portable uh, and Persona 4 Golden will both be leaving. And you've got Moda GP22 and Garden Story, which I believe Kush is trying to finish before they leave. I am actually milking that. I, I can finish that probably in the next two hours or so. But yeah, I'm, I'm milking that for the Game Pass quest of playing a Game Pass game a day. Gotcha. earning an achievement uh, a day so um yeah but good yeah, luck it, trying to get the oh go ahead it's a it's a fun little game um i i learned way too late uh that you can run uh as is usual uh <laughs> <laughs> and i was like geez this thing is slow uh and the combat does not get good until the last half uh, of the game they, they save the good weapons and the good combat abilities for the very end of the game and it's annoying it would have been a whole lot more pleasant if they had given you better weapons uh, at the beginning so but other than that it's a fun little kind of zelda like uh it's not too painful and i see that's a 15 to 20 hour completion mm-hmm. something like so, that seems about right still have still have some time but you better get on it persona yeah. games you're probably out of luck on that and MotoGP, I think, has some online stuff, and that's a 25 to 30. So I would get going on that if you want to get 
and they'll probably be delisted soon, right? Don't those go delisted for the next game? On the motos? Don't, yeah. I don't know about the motos. Not my uh, maybe. I'm not my wheelhouse. But... <laughs> well, you got jokes, so I'll pass it off to you for your gamer tag challenge. <laughs> Um, yeah, we don't have to talk about the game tag challenge too much. Although, funny story, uh, Westlander Joe um, loves his roguelites and was actually trying to spell his gamer tag with only roguelites, which is uh, kind of a chin level difficulty mode, uh, which you do not have to do. Uh, you can use any game, just a reminder. Uh, if you don't know what the gamer tag challenge is and you want to do another thing and have another chance to win some monies, uh, go ahead and check it out on the Discord. You can go to the uh, Game Tag Challenge channel. I think you have to sign up for that one. Um, and, uh, you know, read the directions that are there if you have any questions. More than happy to get more people in and get them going on that. Oh, Taze. It is now time for Brad Camp. All right. Incompletions. We have GT3 oh. Option Fan. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll back it up. No, don't back it up. And I'll keep going. GT3 option and with 100 <laughs> completed games, we have Wazari DK, oh, awesome. three, 300 <laughs> games. Uh, we have Lucas1987, who had 3,050, but then knocked it out of the park with 3,100. Uh, and in streaks, we have What the Fug, uh, currently rocking a 50-day achievement win streak. Uh, we have Ace. Uh, with a 250-day achievement win streak, and he laughs in the face of Fug. Domain with 650 days. Neo 21 with 900 days, and celebrating their one-year anniversary. Uh, Chesno. In gamer score, we've got El Never with 450,000 gamer score. Death Dealers 500,000 gamer score. El Sock with 850,000 gamer score. XL The Rock LX with 950,000 gamer score. JZARP 43 with 1.2 million gamer score. Wakapale with 1.5 million gamer score. Northern Last with 1.6 million gamer score. And just about combining with everyone that I've already mentioned, we've got Lucas1987 with 3.3 million gamer score. Congratulations. Good gravy. Uh Lucas also did something else. I'm trying to find it real quick. I guess on TA, they have like a mini contest every so often. I think. Oh. Gamer score week one in January. He finished in position number two. Do you guys want to guess how much gamer score he got in the first week of January? That he finished number two in a week. Um, in a week, I'll, yeah. I'll do one one hundred twenty thousand. I'm gonna have to go okay. like two fifty. Okay, it's somewhere in the middle. It is two twenty three. Oh, it got closer. And then, and the number one got two fifty nine. That's absurd. It is. And well, that shows you what game score is now. <laughs> yeah, if you hold on to those uh, those East Asia Soft updates and everyone else's updates, I mean, it, it takes a I mean, big chunk a out of it. it. Uh, we didn't get you know uh, you know two hundred two hundred fifty of them or however many uh, we had, <laughs> but, but yeah, we got a lot. That's crazy. That's that's still insane. Indeed. 
Arun leaderboards. Highs was in the top five of achievements one leaderboard for card and board. Amazes me how you still stick with that, Ahizo, but nicely done. Bastion Reader is second, USA Completed Games Leaderboard for Xbox One Shoot 'em Ups. Oh, pardon me. He got number two, and then he got number one. Number one, USA Completed Games for Xbox One Shoot 'em Ups. Very nice, Bastion Reader. Luke 17,000 is the top five of the TA Difference Leaderboard for Windows Strategy. Uh, Matthew H00. Second in Ireland Gamer Score Leaderboard for Tower Defense. Mental Night 5 in the top 10 of TA Difference Leaderboard for Adventure. Michael KV is second in Slovakia Gamer Score Leaderboard for Windows. Scott of ASC is top 50 of the USA Achievements 1 Leaderboard for Management. Um, the Alpha Seagull, top 2,000 of the TA, uh, New York TA Leaderboard for Third Person Shooter. And Z Drunken Monkeys, top 50 of the Gamer Score leaderboard for Metroidvania. Heck yeah. In uh, Brad Camps, uh, right before recording, uh, this crazy guy, Prue, told me to dig out my Disney Infinity stuff. I'm like, what are you talking about? And in Disney Infinity 1, the servers went down many years ago, but I guess there's something that still works. Is that called peer-to-peer? -peer? Um, there's an achievement for stacking four characters on top of each other. So you have to have two controllers each, and you jump on one guy's head, and then you have to invite to another friend's lobby and do the same. So you have four people on top. And even though you turn on the game and it says the services are down, you can still invite someone to your game. So I don't know how that works, really. But it worked, and he got the completion now. So congratulations to Prue. And I also wanted to give a quick shout-out to Death Dealers, who not only got the 500,000 gamer score this week, but she also won one of the TA games. Uh Aztec, the Forgotten Gods. I'm sure she'll play the heck out of it. Very nice, everybody. It's actually a good-looking game, too. It's like a $40 one, so she uh, she, she really did a good job. If, you know, yeah. if you're going to win, that's, that's a good one to win. So Yeah, it's at the point where you are seeing... Some repeating ones, not to lift look a, a free gift horse in the mouth, but I, I see like you know a chemco game. I'm like, oh, uh, you know. But I am nice, and I don't put in a, if it's a game I have. Get someone else the opportunity to, to win Chronos Arc. They deserve it. All right, fun show, everybody. Make sure to follow us on all of our socials. We're going to make sure to uh, put the episode on YouTube for those who prefer it on YouTube. And anybody who's not in the Discord, um, feel free to join us in the Discord. Oh, and I haven't said in a while, if you're, if you're not friends with us on TA... Uh, send us a friend request on on TA on the Achievement Hunting 101 if you want your name read 
on the show for your milestones. Um, what was it exactly? H101. Are there four numbers? Yeah, there are four numbers. Yeah. Need a few seconds here. I think it's in our oh, show I think... notes, I believe. Um, yeah, it just says H101 now. Oh, yeah, H101-4639. That's what it is. If you're having trouble, just ask me or Koosh or anybody on uh, Discord, and we'll help you out. I want to see some new names. I want to read some new names. Yeah. All right. See you again next week, and class is dismissed. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. See you later. Welcome back to another NeverEnding Stories, where I talk to patrons and staff members about games that have sat wallowing in their backlog with the stories and campaigns long uh, overdue to be completed until I give them a good old shake and say, hey, you, get that done. And then they do. And then we talk about it. (laughs) Joining me in another uh, appearance, one that will be one of many, and it may take us a while to get through them all, is my friend from way across the other side of the world. It is Hurricane Dale. Hello, hello, back again. It's good to be back. Yeah, I was I was, I was, was about to put a number on it and I hadn't got it up, but I think this is number four out of 18 and counting. Oh my God, am I that high already? <laughs> Fire out. <laughs> yeah, we've got some, we've got some catching up to do. In fact, the one we're talking about today, you completed uh, the story back in May. We're recording this in October. I'm not sure when this will go out because you know I record a bunch uh, in advance, so <laughs> even this might not go out until 2024. Who knows? It's all fun. We're having fun. It's great. Um, <laughs> what game are we talking about? <laughs> we are talking about Dishonored Definitive Edition. Oh, yes. Dishonored Definitive Edition. Uh, the um, classic? Is it classic now? It's, uh, I'd I mean, say 360 so. version is. It must be yeah. at least 10 years old. This version is eight years old, so let's call it classic. It's definitely aged. I mean, it's got a couple of sequels now, so. Uh, it is, yeah, yeah. It's established. I've played none of the sequels. Um, I don't know if I ever will. Um, I don't know if I'm a huge fan of the uh, the genre of uh, Dishonored. Um, mm. But uh, it's a stealth game, uh, and I'm not particularly great at stealth games. Uh, the way it kind of ends up going for me is being stealthy for about a quarter of the level and then getting spotted and going on murder spree. And uh, that, that's exactly what happened uh, with this one as well. Um, and I think mm. 
the thing that turns me away from Dishonored the most is probably the idea that there's an achievement for pretty much doing the entire game without being spotted. And I don't know if I'll ever be able to do that. Uh, which is quite disappointing. <laughs> but there is one for being the opposite of that, which you, uh, spoiler alert, did get. <laughs> oh, I did. So... <laughs> yeah, so this version of the game was released in August 2015. You started it in October 2016. And I, I saw, I did a little uh, research, and I saw you, you, you never played the 360 version either. So this was your first experience with Dishonored. What made you pick it up, you know, if it's not your genre normally? I got it as a gift. Um, my wife bought it for me for a birthday or something because um, it was on sale for, I don't know, $8 or something like that. Um, and I thought it sounded cool. I had a lot of friends who were really into it, so I thought I'd give it a go. But um, again, it's, I guess, when I play a stealth game, if I'm getting caught continuously, it's very disheartening because um, I'm like, ah, oh, now I've got to go murder everybody. And <laughs> that kind of feels like I'm, um, I don't know, I'm missing part of it. Uh, but when it came up in never-ending stories, that was kind of a good excuse for me to just stick it out. Um, and mm-hmm. it was, in the end, I did quite enjoy it. And I am thinking more and more about potentially going back and trying to do that all stealth run by just save scumming mm-hmm. it. Interesting. Yeah, it is. You, you can save at any point, can't you? So you can, yeah. you can just keep trying. You can brute force it, basically. Uh, absolutely. And. And I utilized that um, even in the non-stealth run because there are some yeah. there are some tough spots in there when because uh, the way the game mechanic kind of works is uh, the less stealthy you are, the more alerted the city guards get, I suppose, and they kind of post more guards and um, there's more uh, just general enemies around the level. So you, you're making it harder for yourself. In, yeah, in absolutely. And it got mm. pretty tough. Um, you know, by the end of it, there's, you know, um, mechs walking around and all kinds of extra traps and, you know, mm. twice as many guards. Um, so it gets quite chaotic, but, you know, I made it through in the end. I, I'm looking you forward did. to the idea of doing a run and not having 200 people mm. trying to kill me at once. <laughs> Well, you started it back in 2016. You, you only did three achievements then, and I'm assuming you stopped because you kind of realized quite early on that it wasn't maybe for you. I, I imagine I that? stopped because I got caught once. <laughs> I was like, I'm not good at this. <laughs> yeah. You did the first two story achievements. I assume that's kind of like the first main level because there's like a prologue level, which is you're escaping from a prison cell. Um, Mm -hmm. Won't get into spoilers too much, but there's like a prologue level and then a a main level, which I guess you completed those two before putting it down for a while. You you did pick it up last year Mm -hmm. and did a chunk of it between April and May. You, You did about, I think it looks about halfway through the story last year 2022 um was there a reason why you went back then um Um, i revisit it because all of my friend circles talked about how good dishonored is i'm the only person who didn't like it um so i'm assuming that the problem is with me um so occasionally i went back to it to pick it up to give it another go um and it never quite stuck uh, and I think I just hadn't quite stuck with it enough because going through this time, I have, I've looked on the series with new eyes now um, and I may go back and complete it. I don't want to lock myself mm. into anything, but there's a possibility there. 
Did you just pick up the story where you left off or did you restart it when you picked it up this year? Because you were like halfway through, I think. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I picked it up from where I'd left off, um, which mm-hmm. was uh, mm-hmm. maybe the third or fourth mission in. And mm-hmm. it's not a particularly long game. It's only about eight eight quests or eight missions long. Um, but they are quite lengthy um, missions in mm-hmm. themselves. Yeah, well, when you did pick it up, you picked it up on the, well, according to achievements anyway, the 30th of April, and you finished it on the 1st of May. Mm. Uh, so two, two, three days, bish, bash, bosh, knocked it out. And as you said, you got the game completion or the story completion on the 1st of May and complete the game in high chaos on the 1st of May. So I, I kind of, I kind of guessed that you were going like, I'm just going to blast through the story, all, all guns blazing. But it sounds like you did attempt some stuff. <laughs> yes. I, I always go in with the idea that I'm not going to, uh, to, to just go high chaos. Um, it just never works out. I just like the idea of that, like tying into the character of, I, I can't remember what the guy's name is, um, that you're playing. Corvo. Every mission he goes into, yeah, Corvo. He goes in and he's like, right, this is going to be the one. I'm going to do this <laughs> one. Super stealthy. No one's going to catch me. And then in the first few minutes, he's like, oh, crap. Now I've got to kill everyone. Absolutely. And he just keeps doing that again and again. He's the worst, <laughs> he's the worst assassin <laughs> ever. <laughs> And it's not even like I'd um, I'd go back to being stealthy. It's once I've got caught, all of a sudden I'm pulling out um, mm-hmm. guns and grenades and and anything <laughs> that I could. <laughs> so well, like, well, I guess I've just got to kill everybody. <laughs> like, it's out of my hands yeah. now. You, you you could have just hidden a couple of bodies and carried on being stealthy, Absolutely but no, <laughs> you've, you've broken the seal. <laughs> it's a done deal. Okay, yeah, no, that's cool. And and yeah, I mean, you didn't. It doesn't give you much, actually, in the way of achievements, right? You've done a whole story playthrough, and you've only got 17 out of 80, uh, 315 gamer score. Now, now this game, this version of the game includes all the DLC as well, so a chunk of that's going to be DLC stuff. Mm. Um, but it, it's, it's, you know, there's a lot of kind of uh, level-specific stuff for, like, doing a certain thing in certain levels, and also, I think there's mutually exclusive story stuff where you make a decision about how to handle killing or not killing certain individuals. Absolutely. Um, so obviously, you kind of you, you only got one of those, not the other. But yeah, yeah. so you're left with a game kind of complete story-wise, but not very complete elsewise. Yeah, absolutely. And a lot of that will be tied to um, going through on a low chaos mode, which is um, for anyone who hasn't played it before is essentially um, what it sounds like. It's it's stealthing through the missions and not creating a, a, a large amount of chaos in the city. Um, so, I, I mean, I'm, I'd like to go back and do that again because I have done a bit of research on it since completing it and it seems like the, especially like the final mission of the game is quite a bit different if you go through on low chaos. Um, and I am interested in seeing that. So hopefully I'll get those extra story specific achievements doing that. So it gives you like a, a different outcome, like a different yeah. storyline, almost. It's, interesting. Yeah, it's kind of like um, in the final mission, you're going to assassinate somebody. And if you've got a high chaos playthrough, they've kind of prepared for you, if that makes sense, because they know you're coming. Mm-hmm. But if you're in a low chaos playthrough, you're still secretive and they you can. it's more of a stealth-based mission rather than a guns-blazing kind of mission. Hmm. 
Interesting. Yeah. Generally speaking, the game was praised um, for its kind of aesthetic as well. It's got this kind of the whole steampunk kind of vibe, uh, Bioshock adjacent, Mm. um, I guess. Did you kind of dig that whole... The, the the rest you know the stealth might not be for you but but is the rest of the game your yeah. kind of thing i think it's a really neat aesthetic and i like the style of the city for sure like i'm a big fan of bioshock and those kind of games so it really fit pretty well for me um it, it mm. it's a beautiful looking game and it's really really stunning um even considering the fact that it's quite old now I think it's, if anything, it's just the stealth that kind of hung me up on it a little bit. Everything else about the game's mm-hmm. fantastic. And um, y- the further I got through the game, as you kind of unlock new abilities and things like that, it also becomes, you know, a much more enjoyable experience as well. So mm-hmm. I, don't, I guess I'm, what I'm trying to do is not rag on the game too much because I do think it's it's a, it's a really great game to play for sure. I just suck at stealth games. Um. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I kind of do as well. I mean, I suck at most games, so it's not really saying much. Um, but one of my favorite game series when I was young was the Thief games. Ah, um, yes. Did you ever Did you ever play any of those? I missed most of them, um, and I played Thief Three somewhat recently, which I believe. Oh no, it's not Thief Three. It was the re-released. Anyway, um, that the, came the out. reboot. Yeah. yeah. Which is the poopiest one of all of them, to be honest. Yeah, well, it didn't do anything for me, so I guess that's why. No. I don't know, and I I do make a comparison between those two games quite often, but I do think that was an unfair comparison um, upon completing Dishonored. I think the general consensus of Thief fans is Dishonored is actually more close in terms of like a spiritual successor to the original Thief games than the Thief reboot ended up being. I think mostly just because it has more personality and more interesting mechanics and stuff yeah absolutely Um, and it feels like there's more kind of love in the game Mm. whereas i think the thief reboot was considered a little bit kind of soulless in a way yeah whereas the original thief games had had just tons of personality and just great fun and i I, like similar to you i'm not the stealthiest of guys but um those games were just were just beautifully crafted and they were kind of heist games whereas this is more about killing people assassinating this, the, those games were more about stealing some kind of um you know expensive stuff but but also yeah. as you went along a level you could loot various crates and, and and kind of stuff but but i just there's just such there was just such joy in 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 crawling around you know, a, ma- a mansion using water arrows to extinguish torches, distracting guards, uh, and the guards had loads of personality. You know, they'd they'd be all like, "Did I hear something? <laughs> Must have been a rat." And um, you just it was just great fun, and and I always loved them so much that when Dishonored was announced and and came out, I was so excited to play it, and then when I did, <laughs> I did what I always do with these kind of things is I got paralyzed by the same thing you're kind of struggling with or struggled with, which is, oh, you've got to play the entire game perfectly. Yeah, um, and, and I think that's the exact problem yeah. that I had for sure. And the, the thought of having to do that stressed me out so much that I just never played. <laughs> I dived it and I think I've played the prologue three times and never got any further. And that's on the 360 version. And it's a shame because I think I would love it. 
based on how much I love Thief. And I, I, I'm an idiot. Um, but it always goes back to the back of the pile because I'm always like, well, if I'm going to do that first playthrough, I want to do it perfectly. Absolutely. I think what I need to do is basically do what you've done and just screw it and, and just enjoy it, right? Uh, yeah, I think there's something certainly to be said about going through it in a high chaos mode because there is, you know, a dedicated playthrough for that. There's an achievement, you know, tied to doing it that way. And that way you kind of get to experience the game and that's kind of what's reinvigorated my desire to go and potentially do it again is um, mm-hmm. because I was able to see it all the way through and now I kind of feel quite motivated to do it and i'm hoping i will get there um sooner rather than later but we all know what the um the backlog looks like so uh (laughs) hopefully i'll get there eventually yeah and i i kind of feel the same way about there's a few other games with similar achievements like deus ex uh human evolution the first one has a similar one for, yeah. for, for kind of doing it perfectly. And, and similarly, I've been like, oh, I, I, it's, off, it's off-putting thinking that I have to do it. And I just need to break that mindset. Um, which partly why Never Ending Stories existed was was to kind of do that and say, there are games that I've, I've been sitting on f- probably for stupid reasons and I should just get over myself. It's definitely worth it, I think. Um, and I think that's what uh, Never Ending Stories has been quite perfect for, is it's like like a low-risk way of, of doing it, I suppose. Like, there's no mm-hmm. ex- expectation for completing the entire game. It's very achievable, because it's like, well, I haven't finished this story, and that's very achievable to do. And I think that's... Mm-hmm. Um, I've missed a few gems in my collection by not completing them and it sort of forced me to go through it and I've fallen in love with some games that I didn't think I ever would. So um, it's been very rewarding, which is, I guess, why I'm at 18 completions now. Um, so <laughs> Yeah, that's why you, bl- you blasted it. Awesome. Well, you are done and you might go back. There's also the DLCs that I kind of touched on. Do you think you might give them a try? Because I think at least two of them were stories and one of them was trials. And I hate trials. I hate those things. Oh, um, yeah. But do you think you might do the story ones at least? Um, I always kind of put things on my list with an expectation of one day hopefully going back to them. Uh, it hasn't always worked out, but... Um, I, I kind of do everything in the TA community with, like, I, I leave everything on my RTDL, so when it comes up, it forces me to do it, um, and that's what I've done with Dishonored as well, and that's, um, I'll probably chip away at it by doing that, and uh, one day that No Chaos run's going to come up, and that'll be what forces me to do it, um, <laughs> so, and, and hopefully the DLC will come up the same way. Awesome. Well, Hurricane Dale, thank you for talking to me about Dishonored. I would ask you what else you're planning on doing, but you've already done pretty much all of it, and we just have to record the damn things. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I've I think so... I've only got <laughs> six games left for this year's list um, of possible yeah. things that can come up. So um, I'm hoping that I can chunk through the rest of those before the year finishes, because I reckon that'll feel pretty mm-hmm. good. It will. It would be amazing if you could literally complete your list. Well, thanks again uh, for talking to me, Hurricane Dale on Dishonored, and I hope to speak to you soon. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. Bye.